Hello and welcome to The Tune-Up, the podcast from Auto Repair Focus. And our second episode, uh, today I'm joined once again by our numbers guy, Lee Johnson, all the way from Skype. Hi, Phil, how are you? Not bad, thanks. How are you doing? It's really, it's really tricky sometimes doing this. With a, just, a, I'm basically talking to a microphone with a speaker right next to me. So uh, we'll have to get together one day and do one of these. For those who are new and haven't heard our, well, this is only our second episode. For those who haven't heard our first one, um, which you can find by the way, just go to autorepairfocus.com and click on the podcast tab. Cheesy plug there. Um, we're going to be talking today about a particular subject. Now, we've chosen to discuss training today, uh, especially training within independent garages. But first of all, we will bring you the latest aftermarket news. So let's find out what's been going on in the industry. I am absolutely loving these cheesy jingles. I've got a load of them lined up. We'll be going into this over the next few weeks and episodes. Anyway, latest news. Here we go. Thanks, Phil. The UK has seen investment in its automotive industry halve since the country voted to leave the European Union, new figures reveal. As the Brexit process continues, there are still no answers as to how the country will trade with Europe. This has led to manufacturers withholding investment in their UK plants, which has also led to a decrease in manufacturing output. During 2017, investment in the UK industry fell by 33.7%. That's according to information released by the SMMT. In total, £1.1 billion was put into the country's various factories and development centres, and that's down from £1.7 billion in 2016. In total, 1.6 million vehicles rolled off production lines last year, a 3% decrease on 2016 and the first decline for eight years. The London Motor Show is taking advantage of its new home at the Excel Centre with the announcement of a live action arena in dedicated halls beside the show. The celebrity hosted action will take place across seven shows every day of the four day event with tickets to access the immersive 40-minute displays included with every ticket to the main show. The entertainment is set to feature a range of stunts, plenty of performance car action and educational driving experiences, ensuring audiences of all ages are catered for. The Confused.com London Motor Show will take place between the 17th and 20th of May, with tickets on sale now. Apprenticeships have dropped by 61% since the government's new levy was introduced last year, with a 15% fall in automotive apprentices alone. According to the IMI, this large fall in numbers has caused confusion amongst employers about the new processes, along with reluctance by smaller businesses to take on what they see as an increased administrative burden in the move from older apprenticeship frameworks to the newer models that the levy introduces. With government cuts having removed independent careers advice in schools in England, the IMI have found over half of young people aren't being given the tools to explore new opportunities outside of A-levels and university. But the industry body has said it is committed to spreading the message of apprenticeships and the vast range of careers available in automotive industry. 
And finally, a UK study has found that used diesel vehicles are less reliable and more expensive to fix than their petrol counterparts. The report by warranty provider MotorEasy analysed 30,000 used vehicles over a 12-month period and found that diesel models broke down three times more on average. Drivers of diesels are also likely to pay bigger repair bills, partially due to the complexity of the engine and its components, compared to petrol vehicles the study suggested. And that's all the latest for now, but if that's fueled your interest, then head over to www.autorepairfocus.com for more. That's the news, and now back to our main subject. Now, with automotive gains over the last couple of years, novelty technology growing at a, at a rapid rate, training is becoming a really important thing for, especially for independent garages, while dealerships have specific programs obviously aimed at their vehicles. Independents are having to fight to learn and to, to get the knowledge they need to maintain competitiveness. But there's a reason, there's more than just why training is needed. I mean, you've done a, you know, you've, you've, for a start, you've got a, a Lotus, you've got a, you've got an Audi, and it's, you've been to a few garages and that. Would you feel comfortable with someone working on your car if they didn't know really what they were doing? Um, probably not, to be fair. Um, like I say, I, I am quite picky where my, 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 uh, my Lotus goes. Um, Audi's not so much, but I do take it to a, a specialist Volkswagen uh, specialist anyway. Um, so yeah, I, it's, it's a hard one. I personally wouldn't trust, but then people have got to start off from somewhere sort of thing. So um, yeah, I don't think sort of chuck people into the deep end really with that sort of thing. But um, yeah, you, you need to give them the opportunity to, to kickstart it off with really. So yeah, true. Um, it's it's getting it's getting tricky, isn't it? Because new vehicles, new technologies. I mean, for example, we've got these um, Ford EcoBoost um, engines with the, the smaller engine, um, the turbocharger. They run hotter, they run quicker. They're only three cylinders. They're very compact, and they, they can be tricky to get into. So, for, for independent garages and, and and you know new technologies coming through all the time, and and guys need to keep on top of this, don't they? Yeah, I, I think also as well, cars are becoming more clever. So then, therefore, the human race needs to sort of obviously keep up with the the technologies as well. Um, it makes it much easier from a driver's perspective. Like you just whack on cruise control, and there you go. You, you you're off at seventy miles an hour uh, on the motorway cruising, and the car's doing all the all, all the clever trickery bits behind it. But um, if something fails or needs to do a repair, um, most of the stuff now is is electronic as well. Um, so yeah, we, we I, I would like to think that mechanics are also keeping on top of it as well as the, as the new technologies and cars are coming out really that's a good point actually and and just to sort of slightly divert there I'd say you're talking about sort of electronics and things I mean and the mechanics as they used to be they're becoming technicians now aren't they I mean they, they, I know a lot of people listening to this prefer the phrase technician over mechanic and mechanics kind of got those connotations of greasy oily which you know is, is unprofessional in a way these days and 
most garages now are, are, are quite clean and, and methodical. Um, by the way, we have a debate on this on our Facebook page, another cheesy plug. Uh, just go to facebook.com forward slash auto repair focus. But um, go for it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really kind of, the, the, the term technician kind of backs into the, like you said, the electronic side of things, the vehicle wiring systems and things like that. It's and and the technology is rising. I mean, you said about cruise control. There's more autonomous stuff on cars now, isn't there? Oh yeah, no, no. I was just using that as a sort of almost like a, an example that everyone kind of knew. Uh, cruise control's been around for for, for many years, isn't it? So, mm. um, but yeah, you've you've got lane assist now on on some cars. You've got some of the, I think it's the BMWs, they can park themselves. Um, so it's just all those extra bits that are becoming, um, I, I think also as well, there are some cars now that I know with the, the facial recognition software uh, are able to detect kind of the emotions that are coming out from a from a driver and being able to to resist either the the heavy foot on on the right if if you're angry or something like that or mm. uh, change the mood of your of your song playing choice as well so it's all it's all quite new technology um coming out and also as well with um hybrids and electric vehicles as well they're they're coming out into the market as well so that's a new another new technology that um that the mechanics technicians are, are going to have to to soak up all that knowledge um, from 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 their school days, really. Um, yeah, I mean, they're always having to learn. That's the thing. I mean, I I went to the I was at the IAAF conference recently, and um, it was reiterated the same as last year um, that technicians are there's only about one percent of technicians in the UK who are actually trained to work on on electric vehicles, uh, and that, that I think that covered dealerships as well. So. If you're driving a, a BMW i3 or a, a Nissan Leaf or Renault Zoe, you're only really going to feel confidence taking it to a to a to a specialist dealer rather than your, your your independent garage up the road. But they are actually quite dangerous if you if you do something wrong. You can't just plug it on a ramp and and poke around. You you've got to really know what you're doing. So that's yeah, that's probably why yeah that's probably why I won't get a. Uh electric car for, for some time um, I think more and more people are quite hesitant because obviously the technology is all still quite new as well, no one kind of wants to, teach, to take that leap of faith um, and also as well in, in my eyes I don't think I'll ever drive a, a, a Nissan Leaf sort of thing because it will probably kill my street cred completely <laughs> off um, however I do particularly like the, the BMW i8 so mm. um yeah, they are coming out with some nicer looking uh, electric cars now as well. So you're um, not you're not tempted by the e up, are you? <laughs> uh, the, the one actually that was that was quite a good interesting drive actually the e up mm. um, when, when we were on the the test tray, uh, last year as well. Mm. Um, I, I think you, you said of what you said one percent. One percent, yeah, yeah. One percent is trained. <sighs> Now, in, in every industry, so my, 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 my current industry is more within the financial industry, um, there's barriers to training due to, it'll be funny, there's only so many hours in the day sort of thing. So um, where are people going to get the time to, 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 to doing this training? Well, it's, a, it's, um, a, it's, a, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Because if you, if you take the time off 
if you take the time off to to go and train then you're not fixing cars if you if you've got if you've got five uh, technicians in your you said mechanics then sorry guys technicians in your garage um and one of them goes off to train they then your your technician down for that day and that could be four or five jobs that you're not going to be able to do and of course that's that's money at the end of the day well it's just, it's not only the the income that you're losing but also as well the cost of these courses as well that mm. some of them are not cheap at all um even if you go for a a, a one day or a two day course they, they can be sort of 500 pounds upwards per day really so um it's just best use of the mechanics and the technicians time um over what 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 the end use uh benefit for the, the actual garage as well mm. what, what is the garage getting from that extra qualification um it, yeah it's good to have that reassurance and a, and a qualification to say yes you know exactly kind of what you're doing mm. um but at the same time at, at what cost you just i suppose it just needs to be justified doesn't it and balanced up i see you see I, i've spoken to a few garages in my in my time in 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 and around the industry and i've had so many mixed you know conversations a lot of people say well you know we if if we if we've got a technician down, then we we get fully booked quicker, and then customers don't like that because obviously they want to be able to bring their car in sooner. Um, one chap I've spoken to um, has said he's he he's he's a one man band, you know. He's 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 the only mechanic in his business, um, and he's said, well, I have to close the entire garage for a day. I go and do a training course, but I just book my book my jobs around that and if someone needs to be in and I tell them well no I'm going off to further my further my education of this that and the other then it kind of paints me in a better picture because it's it's making me you know look more sort of proactive and wanting to expand and understand more things yeah I I, I completely get it as well and, and most of us in our day-to-day jobs are, are trying to Further ourselves with extra qualifications. So I'm 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 currently myself doing my ACTs um, at the same time while holding down a family, trying to enjoy my cars and and also work for a living as well. Um, and, and and they do sort of some online training so I can kind of study uh, when the kids have gone to bed, uh, when when the wife's watching uh, Corrie or EastEnders and that sort of thing. Other soaps are available. Kind of got, huh? <laughs> Other soaps are available. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, and also as well, um, I've, I've got sort of that extra hour to, to kill, so I'm, I'm kind of building up my knowledge with, within that side of things. I'm, I'm, I'm assured that there are probably online material for uh, to, to upskill uh, mechanics and, and technicians of this and um, also as well potentially might be a bit cheaper as well so you're not having to pull that mechanic out for a, a day or two they'll they'll hopefully be able to learn over a course of eight to twelve weeks within their own own time um, and, 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 find, and find the time to, to, to do these qualifications yeah. you, you see, you see, you see I, had, I had a chat with someone recently and we were, we were talking about sort of this kind of thing and garages and, and technicians not being able to to have time out of the business and um, my, my my own personal view is and if any companies want to take this up by the way I'm contactable uh, philautorepairfocus.com I'm loving getting these plugs in today I'm really, I'm really working this one out um, 
but I was chatting to the guy and I, was, I, was, I said that I, my personal view is that the best form in order to engage with with technicians the best form of, of training is online but maybe feel through online lectures and, and online studies and be a bit a bit like open university in a way and then moving with, with one final exam which has to be done um, a practical exam um, ideally or a practical plus written but that has to be done in the classroom that way you can build up knowledge over like you said sort of a few weeks um, through courses and then you book your final exam which can be done in an evening um, space you get on hand practical knowledge in that last moment with a with a trainer but you've already built up through a series of online videos and and you know written courses and things like that you've already built up the knowledge that you need and you can do that in your own time like you said you can do that in the evening you can do that at the weekend when you're not underneath a car or or or, or with the family or anything like that it, it would make it so much easier for guys if they could literally just you know pick and choose modules as and when they need to learn them and then do a final exam on them at the end that's it well and also as well this is probably why i would never become a mechanic or a, a, a technician sort of thing because in, in all of that you've not mentioned an, an oral exam so um not yeah true. i think i'll probably park that to one side <laughs> and then move swiftly on but, um, stick with the numbers yeah I, <laughs> I, I think it's good to have all this training. However, I, but both me and you have gone through university um, and, and now done a number of years in an industry as well and sort of gaining that experience and that exposure. Um, to be fair, it, it's just a tick box to say, yes, I have done it. Um, mm. So if, if you was to say to me, well, uh, you've got a mechanic and a technician that's been in the industry for the last 30 years um, they really know sort of cars inside out compared to someone that's just literally come straight out of university and not really done much mechanical work it, that's going to be an interesting one to see who would you trust more now um, I am I, I, I'd like to think that I, I'm, I'm quite academic um, but I would always still choose um, the people with sort of more experience um, over necessarily someone that's got no experience and it just means that they've got retention to, uh, uh, retention of information really um, so I, I do think you need kind of the best of both worlds and the good thing is with the online training and that side of things is that someone that has been in the industry for 30 years can can do it on, on the side and, and build up those credentials because I would have full trust in someone ripping my car apart and that sort of thing if they've got kind of that both both elements side of things. Well, this is the thing. I mean, you know, it, you just look back thirty years and, and vehicle technology's changed massively. You know, we, we've gone from um, carburetors to fuel injection. You know, diesel has you know the common rail system in diesel engines that's taken off massively we've got hybrids today again we were, we were talking about a minute ago about um electric vehicles or hybrids are just as bad um there's so i mean the the thing i find is that that vehicle technology is kind of yeah it's, it's ticked along it's, it's built up it's grown but over the last five years you know it's it's just exploded we've we've got hybrid and electric i mean like the prius has been around there for about well 10 15 years now but you know, the, the uptake in sales in that has, has been massive. We've got 
electric vehicles are becoming I say mainstream they're growing in numbers um, like you say cruise control you know that's that's an option you know that, that that's more that's more common now um, lane assist self parking systems we've got the smaller petrol engines that have to be more efficient you know I think in the last five years um, everything has just exploded up and I, I do feel for, for the for the guys who are who have been doing this for you know 30 40 however many years it's got to a point now where they've, they've got to sort of really look at how they can get that training in place not so much and I'm not saying here you know that all, all, all of a sudden new technologies come in they know nothing these guys are still the probably the best place they can still understand an engine they can still look at a wiring diagram and, and, and probably pull it apart in the sleep but it's yeah. about just adding and topping up and and making sure that they they literally do stay on top of, of everything that's coming out and because the, the the worst thing is turning a customer away yeah well and, and and also as well with the technology side of things so i'm, I'm within the financial markets um and 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 the speed of what some of these new technologies uh, are, are pushing out and pumping out to make things easier simple quicker um is is unbelievable and and unfortunately that change or the the the, the implementation of new technologies is not going to be slowing down it's it's going to become quicker um i was in a, a conference about quantum computing um which is a very very interesting subject a, a bit nerdy probably um but it it actually will solve uh, a, a lot of problems in a much much quicker time so if if we if, we, if, if within if that technology is around within sort of 10 20 years we, we would have kind of evolutionized ourselves within the digital age by, uh, by, by, by a, a, a number of years like sort of within the last thousand years of what we've managed to achieve um, and also as well you just look at it that I know that uh, Amazon and Google are looking at about implementing kind of like the the, the Alexa in, mm. into cars now as well so that um, that technology is kind of already roaming around in the market, so yeah, um, which my wife will be utmost uh, happy about as well. Because she <laughs> likes the, uh, the the Amazon Alexa at home, but um, yeah, it's just it's just becoming changes are constant, but it's happening at some radical sp space yeah. at the same time. I just remember, I mean, going back a good few years now, um, a Top Gear episode, and again, other motoring shows are available. Grand tour. Um, we had Jeremy Clarkson sitting there, and they were talking about, um, you know, uh, self-driving cars. And he was saying, you know, at some point they're going to drop into the used market, and someone's going to have a go at repairing it themselves. And do you really want to, you know, you're driving down the road and you're always going to be on edge, because, and his exact words, you never know when you're going to come across a car driving the opposite way that's been repaired by Keith. Now I. I I don't know if and Keith Keith's basically just a home mechanic, you know, he's under his under his car, he thinks he can change the brake pads and do this and do that and he, he can't. And now I I'm not I'm not saying anything against people called Keith. My dad's called Keith. Hi dad. Um it's the words he used, so take it out on Jamie Clarkson, not me. But 
I think it's true, isn't it? These cars are going to have to be uh, going to be. I mean, are becoming so technologically advanced that home mechanics aren't going to be able to to do them anymore, which means they're going to end up going into more likely going to independence. Because I think for someone who does DIY mechanics, they're they're kind of more linked with with the independent side of things. They don't, they they they, don't, they want to stay out and and keep their own costs down. They're not going to go into a dealership where you're charging 110, 120, 130 quid an hour. So also as well, see, it's just, it's just plugging it in sort of thing. So like I I can change a set of brake pads quite easily on on my car. Um, hmm. But actually going forward, um, was it Honda's working on some wireless? Uh, technology to do with brakes so mm. there's no brake cables it just uses Wi-Fi uh, like a Wi-Fi connection now if they're going to start using those sort of things on, on cars and that, that but you, you're, you're exactly right the, the, the kind of the Joe average that wants to uh, work on his car or, or, or take it into a, an independent garage that might not have that specialist equipment because you know full well that the, the car manufacturers are going to charge an arm and a leg for any of that licensing uh, software mm. for, for for garages so it's it, there, there's going to be a bit of a squeeze within the market mm. and where, where, where I do think that probably garages um, can can benefit from um, potentially lower costs um, and, and sort of some training as well is I know within our industry we, we do a lot of apprentice schemes mm. yep. now that is generally a good way because you've got young people that understand the technology, the Facebooks, the social media, Instagram, and, and all the others as well. Um, and, and also as well, if they've got a, a passion for cars, then you, you can kind of combine those two together. Yeah, see them as, as, as cheaper labour, but also look at them as... A, as the, the new generation going forwards and, and, and helping your business drive um, the customer service that it's going to need going forward. So I, I, I think that's a good um, good one. And also as well, I, I've, I've, I've um, seen a few apprentices through through my time through work and stuff, and it it does give you that sort of self satisfaction to say, yeah, I I did that. I mm. what they know is what I've I've helped them to achieve and. I say that they're, they're probably just a bit more clued up on the online training, that sort of thing. I'm not saying replace dinosaurs or anything like that, but yeah, I, I just think if we need to work together in order to kind of tackle these uh, new technologies that are coming down at a rapid rapid pace. That's really true. And, um, you know, apprentices, 16, 18 year olds, the younger minds are easier to shape, aren't they? And you know that, like you said, they are more technologically advanced. They they do understand sort of what's going on in the world in terms of sort of social media aspects and things like that. I mean, I I I think taking on an apprentice uh, for a garage if they're in a position where they can do so is a fantastic move. Um, not only do you, are you going to get a young mind in that you're going to be able to shape, that you're going to be able to you know mould in in your own way, as it were. Um, if they go, I mean, if for a start from a doing a lot of social media with with ARF um, I'm seeing garages that are, are, are posting more pictures and things like that if you've got someone young in your garage they might be able to help you with that respect they might be able to get you out there a bit more in terms of social media aspect 
the odd, you know, well, it, give you a Twitter it, account. It's, it's, it's not only that, it's, it, it's like, um, so, so my, my son goes to school um, in September and, and one of his classes that he's got is that they're starting to teach kids of the age of five computer coding. Mm, yeah. Now, not being funny, if, 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 if they're going to start teaching that at, at five, it's almost like when when we were at school, when they start teaching French at a very young age, you then become fluent in in that language. When you when you kind of grow up to be that kind of yeah. apprentice of, of 16, 17, 18. So if you if you've got a like almost like an army of, of kids coming out of school, forget like the spotty teenagers that are picking their nose and stuff. You, you're we're, we're we're morphing a kind of a, a technological army of tomorrow, really. So I I think we should best use their their skills mm. and that's the thing as well and you know they go off on a training course they learn xyz as well they, they retain it they come back if you've got no let's say you've got sort of you know five six seven technicians in in there they're going to be able to share that around they're going to be able to share their knowledge as well and it's, it's not official training as such for those guys but it gives them a, bit, a greater understanding or it opens up minds it opens up a different way of, of, of doing things which again could improve you know um, work rate which means garages can make more money and bring and bring more in I mean yeah, we, also as well they, they want to prove themselves mm. so you, you send them on a training course they'll come back and because they're very open minded you might obviously I'm not saying uh across the network sort of thing that because you've been doing the same job for 30 years you're not open minded but you're like I say council workers are, are known for it sort of thing if you've worked, ever worked with a council worker that's been in there for 20 years that's the process that they know and that's that's all they know sort of thing mm. whereas we're, we're wanting or garages I think will benefit from, from young people that hopefully will just look at things a little bit differently but then also as well not say oh well that's not the way that I've done it before sort of thing it's looking at things with a new a fresh pair of eyes which I I, I think is a good thing in, in any in, in any industry I think part of the thing that puts some garages off of, of, of hiring an apprentice and um, is as I say not generalizing just a few people I've spoken to is is the fear that they're going to um, lose they're going to they're going to put all the effort into this person you know they're going to they're going to pay the, the, the wage they're going to send them off for training they're going to they're going to invest in this person and yet you know three years of training by the time that's up they've got a fantastically trained you know and, and qualified technician there who's going to go and work off for a, a garage up the road for more money and i think I think the, the, the garages need to realise that it's it's about it's, it's not just about obviously taking on the, the young kid and getting him to make the tea, you know, while he's while he's also you know swatting up on on the iPad or whatever it is it or whatever they they need to do. It's about actually engaging with that that apprentice and, and making them feel like part of the team. While you know, obviously highlighting the fact that there is a they're as important as the rest as the rest, and in a way. You know, bringing through young blood is future-proofing your business. So, in a way, they're kind of the future of your business. They're a bit more critical in a way. Mm. That's it. Well, and, and, and also as well, obviously, don't call them at all. But your 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 staff are 
little cogs in your engine. So without them, you, your engine's not going to be turning uh, as quickly or as easily because obviously the, the more cogs, potentially the easier the, the, the pressure is. Um, but at the same time, if, if you don't use your tools, it's, it's, just a, it's just a wasted resource. You spend all that money um, on, on a lot. And also, so I, I, I totally get it that if you invest a lot of time, effort, and money in, into someone, uh, that can happen if they've been in your business for 10 years and you start, um, well, either you, you start to train that person up that's been in there for 10 years, or you haven't done any training, they've they've kept with you for 10 years, yeah, you've not put the financial investment in on that, but as soon as they go, that's 10 years of experience walking out the door. So mm. there's always going to be that kind of offset uh, example anyway. Mm. Um, but, yeah, from, from, from what you were saying sort of thing, I think it's, it's definitely... Uh, and also as well, I, th- I think there was a stat on there about apprentices that... You actually get three hundred percent of return of investment yeah, in to, an apprentice yeah. as well. So it can be quite lucrative if you're willing, if 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 people are willing to 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 put it in in there for you. And also as well, if you look after that apprentice and and you've done a really really good job about sort of bringing them up to to to, to the skill level, and um, they've gone through the training and all that lot. It's a relationship between you as the employer and the employee. Now, I've been working for my organisation for ten years, mm. um, and and if they if they say, "Oh, Lee, can you do this?" or "Lee, can you do that?" I'm, I'm more than I'm more than happy to go that extra mile because I know that they've looked after me. Yep. Um, but for for so long, and, and and well, I wouldn't be in the position that I would be today without their their they they're constantly offering. To, to, to further develop my knowledge as well within within my industry so it, it, it does go both ways I think on that one yeah but yeah the training new or old is just I think with with what's coming down the track and that sort of thing the learning side of things is we just need to keep an open mind really do and I think it's like you said young and old I think it's um, it's critical that we you know the the guys who have been doing this for 30 you know, 20 30 40 years don't just you know sit there and think oh well you know technology's getting getting the better of me um, no point carrying on or there's no point training or anything like that and and again we're not calling anybody out and saying you should be definitely be you know you know nothing go and learn new stuff it's just about making sure that you're future proofing a business just making sure that you you are up to date with everything that's going on new technologies are coming in all the time the automotive industry is changing and adapting and manufacturers are pushing themselves you know have the next big thing and it's just a case of making sure that you can still you can still work on the cars that are coming through the, the workshop doors and and making sure that you're not having to turn customers away because you've not seen that system and even if it means you know finding other garages in the area that you know might you know having a certain skill or specializing in a certain make of car or something like that or work you know working with other garages in the area where you you become a specialist diagnostic experts and you know the others become sort of more you know mechanical wise you know stripping engines down and rebuilding and and things like that and just working as a as a group in your local area pull your resources you know and 
you get a car and you need a diagnostic check, you send it to the other garage and vice versa. And just, just working together just to make sure that, that for the independent market, doesn't lose out to the, the might of the dealerships and the might that which are manufacturer backed. And I think on, yeah, online is really important. So I think we'll leave it there for now. Um, Lee, thank you very much for joining me. Right, no worries, anytime. And thank you all for listening to our second podcast. Like I said, if you want to uh, listen to the first one, you can find it on iTunes or go to autorepairfocus.com and click on the podcast link. And of course, visit autorepairfocus.com for all the latest industry news, features, technical pieces, videos, you name it, we've got it. You can also follow us through social media, search for Auto Repair Focus on Facebook or on Instagram and follow at Auto Repair Focus on Twitter. So again, thank you very much for listening and we'll speak to you again in a fortnight with another subject that's affecting the industry. Music.